Have you ever had a belief you held on to so deeply that nothing would make sense without this belief? And then have that belief suddenly stripped away and your entire world turned upside down? Like, have you ever had that happen? Maybe. I just did. I just did recently. And I'm, I'm still recovering from it. You know the song Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison? Yes. Did you know that song is not about a woman who loves anal sex? It's not. Shocking. <laughs> not to be confused with the shocker. <laughs> Badoo. This is the Adulting Under the Influence Podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. the second episode of the Adulting Under the Influence pod, finally. It's been a long week <laughs> since the first one. We planned on doing more, but it's just been a crazy week and a lot going on. And then the babysitter has been out of town. Mm-hmm. Your mom's been off gallivanting, island hopping, and abandoning us here. And we've been left to our own devices with two kids. So it goes. <laughs> I'm Jason, by the way. I'm Jean. And uh, this is the AUI pod. Uh, the, the older kid's easy, though. Like, he's, he, you know, he does his thing. You know, we go do stuff, and we have, we have a good time together, but the, uh, the baby is the, is the big thing. He, like, does, he does suck up a lot of time. I know. The little shit doesn't do anything for himself. He's seven months old. Like, Today. Yeah. Seven months old. It's time to get his shit together and start pulling his weight around here, because I'm fucking tired of it. He's pulling his weight around, just not in the ways we want him to. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of dragging it behind him. <laughs> all types of places we don't want him to go. I swear to Christ, babies, once they start moving, are suicidal dwarfs. Like, you just, you got to watch every move they make, because every move is trying to hurt themselves, and they don't even know it. It's like pulling shit down on their own heads, and mm. falling off of stuff, tripping over things, face planting on the hardwood floor. I'm stuck on this this comment statement i swear to christ <laughs> christ you know uh, his his brother uh, william h christ or i'm sorry yeah william h christ that's, oh. i think that's jesus's brother oh i kind of keep it kick it with him a little more than jesus because you know the dude just got shit on like his entire life can you imagine being the brother of jesus i know there's been like tons of comedy bits about this but can you imagine being his brother it's good to know at least joseph got some at some point well, I mean, just like, you know, they talk about in Dogma, like, to think that Joseph never got any is just plain gullibility. Well, yeah. So, you know, it is nice to know. I mean, dude was raising a kid that wasn't his. Pretty good guy, you know. Fuck. At least you, she could do is throw him a piece every once in a while. And boom, along came William H. Christ. They had the same middle name, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm going to say is Herbert. Hmm. Okay. You ever wonder what, have you ever heard what the H in Jesus H. Christ stands for? No. I have and I don't remember. So I just go with Herbert. <laughs> it's creative. Yeah. How the fuck did we get on this topic? You made a weird statement. Like I couldn't even like focus on the rest of the stuff that you were saying because I was just like, where did <laughs> that come from? I don't know. I don't know where half the shit comes from in my head. Um, no, it's good to be back though. It, it has been busy. So we're way behind on getting a second episode out, but we're planning on. I'm doing this a lot more frequently, try to make this a weekly thing. We're going to try to pick a day of the week to release the podcasts. That way it's uh, consistent and we have things going on. This would be the episode two, the day drinking edition, which would be pretty much every edition mm-hmm. that we record during mm-hmm. the day. If, Morning drinking edition. Yeah, it is. It's early here. It's only 9.49. Mm-hmm. You enjoying your mimosa? Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, didn't get Bloody Mary mix, so I had to just go with morning beer, which mm-hmm. is never a bad call. So cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining us again. And we've, we've been talking about different podcast topics and things we wanted to discuss. And I know we've having, been having some personal things we've been dealing with with um, our child looking at porn. 
the <laughs> older one, not the baby. <laughs> the baby definitely does, but that's only because he's usually with us when we watch it. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's always there. I mean, he may be asleep, but I think he's absorbing some of it. Dude's going to have amazing dick game when he grows up. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> in a sex-positive, female-loving, not in a misogynistic way. Yeah, in a pleasure-her type of way. Yes. Yes, make it an enjoyable experience for all. Mm-hmm. And get his, but... Yeah. <laughs> We're working on teaching the 12-year-old that, too. Yeah. I mean, not dick game, but just respect of women. Yes. Um, it looks like he's learning his dick game from Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> so this has led to a lot of discussions about porn in general and, like, the different genres of porn, the different, you know, things that people are into, the different weird kinks that people enjoy, which, <clears throat> you know... Don't judge anybody unless you're a foot fetishist. Then I'd judge the shit out of you because that's gross and creepy. But pretty much anything else I'm okay with. You know, like if you want to marry a doorknob and like spend the rest of your life with that doorknob. Cool. It's not my thing, but you do you. But if you suck toes, you're a piece of shit. That's, you know. Mm, I feel like there's worse than that. I don't know. Something about the foot thing just creeps me out. And it's, I think, more the people that are foot fetishist that creep me out because they tend to be fucking weird. There's people that, like, get off on, like, that crunching sound. Yeah. And, like, sometimes they actually, like, will hurt living things to hear that crunching sound. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is. It is fucked up. But at least they don't suck toes. <laughs> I mean. I can't get on. I can't get on the same bandwagon with you. Can't get with this? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I stand alone on this one. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I've seen dudes on the internet, like, approach random women asking to buy their dirty socks. It's just weird to me. That is weird, but I would totally sell my dirty socks. (laughs) Yeah, Well, yeah, you'd make bank off of that. Mm. I knew a dude once who was into that. He was into the foot fetish thing. And he was like, he's like, oh, dude, if if I could find like a biker chick that wore black leather boots in the middle of summer and like just sweated in them, they got just funky. And then she would sell me those boots. I'd be the happiest man in the world. I guess I'm not really sure how that's a whole lot different from like wanting ladies or men's underwear that have undergone the same process. It is similar, but I will say the difference being, you know, if I can kind of see the, you know, a woman's panties that have been worn, but like, I don't want her out, you know, working in the yard before right. she's in well, my point. getting all sweaty that's and what nasty. I, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, that's my point. It's like, I can understand, you know, some worn women's panties. Yeah. But, you know, I think there are some people who would like them out working in the yard and working out and stuff Those like that. people would probably also buy the socks. Maybe. It's the same type. It's the same type of individual, I think. Maybe so. I don't know. I mean, I think we should, like, try to create our own porn genre. Just come up with the most fucked up thing we can. But I'm just scared we couldn't come up with anything new. That's probably true. I mean, I don't want it to be anything, you know, that harms any living thing or, you know... Does any damage to anybody or anything? But like, if you had to try to create a new porn genre, do you think you could do it? No. I can't imagine anything we come up with, we would probably be a quick Google search away from finding it already. Mm Mm-hmm. Licking envelopes. If there was like a thing about licking an envelope, then paper cutting your ball sack with the flap of the envelope, I think that would probably be something you could find on the internet. Maybe so. internet never disappoints. There's a lot of shit on there. A lot. Two girls, one cup. Speaking of a lot of shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't understand it. <clears throat> but of, of the all the porn genres out there, we had to discussing what we think the top porn genres are. And I've, a couple of them kind of surprised me a little bit. A few of them definitely did not. But I found an article that listed the top ten porn genres. So I just want to know what you think the top ten would be. Like, not in they don't have to be in order, but of the the all the porn genres, what do you think the ten on that list are? And then, which do you think would be number one? Yeah. Well, I I don't think I'm creative enough. I don't think I watch enough porn to like be very close. <laughs> but hopefully, <laughs> at least some of these are on there. Uh, it's going to be disappointing, I think. But all right, should I read them? Go ahead. Okay. Step sibling. Okay. Not to be confused with incest. 
step parents in particular step mom milf milf that's a good one cuckolding Two cocks and one vag, which is different from cuckolding. It is. Grudge fucking. Lesbo porn. Good one. Movies or TV spoofs. And like Forest Hump. Yeah. Yeah, or Shaving Ryan's Privates. Sure. And then um, celebrity lookalikes. Oh, that is a good one. I hadn't thought about that one. Some of those I had, I had thought of might be on the list too. The celebrity lookalikes I had not come up with. I'm going to go with, of my 10, incest. That's number one, you think? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I will say you had the number one on your list. For real? Yeah. Okay, Let's, but not incest? No, no, not incest. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna, can I change my answer then? All right, give you one more shot at it, then we'll go through the actual list. Um... I'm going to go with cuckolding. Incorrect. Okay. Good try, though. Good try. All right, let's start at the, at the top of the list with number 10. Number 10 kind of surprised me. You're not going to give me what your list was? Oh, I didn't have a list because I read oh. the article. I assumed we were both making oh, lists. no, no. I just want... I, I read the article, so I knew <laughs> what they were. Okay. I was like, oh, that's what spurned this conversation on. And mm. um, So number 10 on the list is hentai porn. Which is the anime. I was, I was going to guess. Yeah, I forgot about point. that. It kind of surprises me it's number 10. I would expect it in the top 20, but I guess I just don't realize how many Asian people there are in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if Pornhub was allowed in China, so. That's the most racist thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I mean, it is an Asian art form, though, the yeah, but, porn. Yeah, but, but Asians aren't the only people that want to watch that type of porn. No, but it is definitely more popular there. You could tell that just walking around Tokyo. Like, every ad on every building looked like a hentai magazine cover. Like, everything. <laughs> there, was a, there was a fucking vending machine. You could go buy, like, you know, coconut waters and teas and all these things. And it had the, the anime chicks on it wearing, like, bikinis and shit. Like, it's very ingrained in the culture, so... Well, and those those um, those women have different body types than the ones that are actually walking around in Asia. I think. Oh, definitely. At least I mean, China and Japan, and much more shapely, I believe. Yes, because <laughs> there are some. That's my point. Skinny women, in, uh, at yep. least in Japan, mm-hmm. what we saw. I think we saw like three overweight people in the whole fucking country while we were there. <clears throat> you know, and the, the, the hentai thing is conf- it, it confused me at first, but. Then I remembered something from when I was younger, and it made a lot more sense. Jessica Rabbit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Name a guy anywhere near my age that didn't fantasize at least a little bit about banging Jessica Rabbit. I don't know. I've never had this conversation <laughs> with any of my male friends. Never? Never. That is, that is shocking and heartbreaking. I mean, these, I will these types now. These conversations but... should be had daily by everybody. What kind of animated uh, character would you fuck? Which animated character out of all of them would you like to fuck? For me, I think it was the top three, but Jessica Simpson. I mean, Jessica Rabbit, not Simpson. She's not animated. She's not lifelike enough to be considered animated. <laughs> um, Marge Simpson. Interesting. And Lois from The Family Guy. Hmm. Okay. Um... He-Man. Oh, that makes sense. And second, I have not ever given this any thought like you clearly have. Um, clearly. Any of the Robin versions. Oh, Robin from of Batman and Robin? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... I'm going to say Catwoman. Catwoman, nice. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, even animated Catwoman's pretty fucking hot. But Michelle Pfeiffer was the best Catwoman. Mm-hmm. She killed it in that. I got to see the suit that she wore in the making of that movie. One of the suits she wore. It was at the Hollywood Casino in Shreveport, Louisiana. They had it in a glass case so creepy guys like me couldn't sniff it. But it was there. I would have. Not going to lie. Michelle Pfeiffer wore it. I probably would I was 22. I would have definitely sniffed it. 
I think you would have too. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back to the list. Number nine. Um, This one did surprise me a little bit that it was on the list. I didn't expect the females to be as represented as they were with this being number nine, but big dicks. Interesting. Big swinging Thor hammers came in at number nine. Like I know, and I know there's probably dudes that like to watch, you know, straight guys that like to watch porn with dudes with big dicks just railing some little skinny girl. But you, you gotta think women had a lot to do with that, so maybe it surprised me a bit. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, number eight on the list, on the opposite end, well endowed women. I can't believe I didn't think of any of these. I know big boobs. How did you not think of big boobs? How many dudes out there love big boobs? I don't know. I mean, you know, we took the vote the other night. Most guys are ass men. That they did take the vote. What was it? Where was it? Uh, at the comedy show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was how many guys are boob men? How many guys are ass men? And ass men won overwhelmingly, which is shocking. Of all twenty people that were there. Oh well, yeah, but it was shocking to me because you know half of which were women. Yeah, it it just surprised me because you know you don't have. Every woman out there going and buying ass implants, but they all get boob implants. Hmm. So maybe they're focusing on the wrong thing if they're wanting to do it. I don't think it's hurt. Male. I don't think it's hurt them at all. <laughs> I don't think it slowed things down any. All right, uh, number seven on the list: anal. Yeah, I'm just like, why didn't I just like? Yeah, see, I just I don't think about these things. Anal porn, number seven, because who doesn't love butt stuff? Mm. That's that one didn't surprise me. It surprised me it was that low on the list, but, you know, there are very few guys who have never tried. Never at least tried to get a talk a woman into it. Mm-hmm. Very few. I know none. I've heard of guys that are like, ooh, that's gross. But I think they're lying. I think that's a, that's a reverse psychology thing they use to try to get a woman to be like, oh, but maybe you should just try it with me. It's like guys who pretend they're gay. And like <laughs> to get women to, I knew a guy who used to do it. I know. And I think it's the same type of thing. The guys who say they don't ever want to have anal sex. Ew, it's gross. But so a girl will be like, oh, it's not gross with me. Come try. You're like, yep. And these men are visionaries. <laughs> you look deep in thought. I'm curious what's, I know the wheels are turning. I just wish I could go back and create my list again. <laughs> This is what happens when I do my list after a bottle of Prosecco yeah. while I'm watching the baby play around on the floor. <laughs> Great parenting. Uh, number six on the list yeah. is Ebony. Oh. Everybody likes him some chocolate. That's what the article said, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, Ebony is number six. Makes sense, you know. Chicks have the black dude fantasy. Dudes have the black chick fantasy. White guys do. Um, Asians, once again. Well represented on the list because a lot of Asian chicks have the black guy thing, mm-hmm. have the black guy fantasy. Like, I wonder if it's just because there there are not many of them in in the Asian countries. There's not many black guys or women in Asian countries. It's very interesting. Hmm. So I read an article yesterday about how the Black Lives Matter movement has not gotten much traction in Japan. <laughs> and my first thought was. Well, I mean, if both of them marched that are in <laughs> Japan, who's going to even notice? It's fucking weird, right? Like, yeah. And I know the Japanese are a very, like, polite culture anyway. I don't mm. see them out protesting and raising hell a lot about any cause. No. I mean, even if it was Japanese lives matter. Unless it was hentai porn. Hentai porn lives do matter. Yeah, yeah. Making anime girl lives matter. I think that they would get behind. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I just don't see them... Do they show penetration in that? I think it has to be either blurred or a tentacle of some kind. It can't be. Right, we talked about that. Yeah, the tentacle porn thing is weird. But anyway, number six on the list, Ebony. Because who doesn't love big black cock? Um, number five on the list is mature. What does that mean? Gilfs. Or oh, Okay. Grilfs or Gadilfs. Grandmas I'd like to fuck or granddads I'd like to fuck. Yeah, it's like I'm kind of surprised by that. I was surprised that old people was number five. Like, you're fucking twisted. Me? Yeah. Why am I twisted? I'm not into it. I just, it's not my list. 
I don't know, because you even know this shit's around. (laughs) I just read the article, okay? And you were surprised by it. I did not spend half an hour in the bedroom beating off while reading this and searching up these topics either, I swear. Um, Is that what you do with your alone time? When I give you 30 minutes of your alone time? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. (laughs) That's between me, a piece of toilet paper, and a bottle of Jergens. Um, yeah, I did surprise me that the silver surfing was so high on the list. Like, I mean, yeah. I know older women is a thing, especially for younger guys, but not like old mature women. But like, you know, a guy that's twenty one thinking about a about a chick that's forty to forty five. Mm-hmm. That's pretty normal. I had that fantasy when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But I guess the grannies are more popular than than we realized. Well, I was just like, what do these grandmas look like? Like, are they literally like gray-haired women who? A lot of them are. Okay. I've do they look old? Some of them do. Yes, a lot of them do. I think that's kind of part of the fetish. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just curious. Like, yeah, we'll we'll do some research after the show. Okay. We'll look at some stuff. Number four on the list, opposite end of the spectrum, teen. Mm. Teen porn. That's just disturbing. I know. It's that gray area of, well, 18 and 19 is still a teen and they're legal. But basically, I think most people that search that just want to fuck young girls. Like, Yeah, because the point is that they look young. Yeah. And I knew a girl like that. She I looked know. extremely young. She went to um, Nevada and went and worked at the Bunny Ranch. Mm-hmm. And that's why she made her money. Because if she played it up, she could look 14. And... Old fat guys loved them some fourteen year old looking girl, and she made a killing doing it. And like I said, I think she worked like six months and was had stacks when she came back. But it was like she played up the looking young thing and bank. So I get it. It's not my thing. I don't. Like I said the teen thing just doesn't do it for me. I don't. I don't want a girl that you know you've got to teach and train. Yeah, like who doesn't? I mean, okay, hold on. How much teaching do you have to do other than open your legs? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean. But yes. Yeah, but, but I like a woman who knows what she wants, you know, and mm-hmm. is like, oh, wait, no, that doesn't feel good. What you need to do is if you lift this leg up, stand at this angle, touch your tongue to my left nipple and tweak the right one just a little bit <laughs> and then and then throw that leg behind you. Yeah, and but like getting carried away. those guys don't want that. The guys that want. Yeah, they want somebody that's submissive that they can just, you know, have their way with and And less touched. That's gotta be part of it too. Yeah. They want a little they want a fuck doll, basically. Mm. Just a young, dumb fuck doll. At that point I think I would rather just buy an actual fuck doll. Yeah, there's like nothing else that has to like go into that. But we're talking about people's porn, not peop what people actually want. You know, like, you know, yeah, I need to focus more on my list. Like there's like rape fantasies and stuff just because a woman has a rape fantasy or a man doesn't mean they actually want to be raped good point um you know deem out like watching a rape porn but it doesn't mean you actually want to go out and like rape people or be raped i get that and probably there's still there potentially in most things there's still that underlying this isn't real when they're watching it yeah like snuff films right you always hope they're real, but you just know they're not. Hmm. Uh, next on the list after the teeny boppers is uh, actually one of my favorite genres. What I like the most in porn, amateurs. Yeah. Fuck. I needed to put more time into my list. Can't believe I forgot all of these. Yeah. I mean, what? I get the amateur thing. I don't I don't like yeah. porn stars, like the stereotypical mm. big fake tits, airbrushed, you know, fake phony porn star stuff. I don't like that. Like... Show me a video of a couple just going at it with a camcorder set up with some, you know, shitty lighting. That gets my butter churned. That's what does it for me. That's going to make my dick hard. Hmm. But if you have some, you know, well-lit studio with some horrible acting and some plastic-looking woman getting railed by a dude still wearing his ball cap, saying, yo, you like that, don't you, girl? Like, that just doesn't get a doesn't do it for me. I get a kick out of some of the ones that are like intentionally funny that also have fucking in it though. I can see that. Um, Harkens back to the days of the soft core porn skinemax. Mm -hmm. Back in the days when, you know, 
I had to wait till my parents went to bed and close my door and throw on the Skinamax after dark. Since we had the satellite, you know, we got those channels, the old like two ton satellite mm. sitting in the backyard. Yeah, we had one of those too, but it was pretty much just restricted to my dad's room. So we had a shit ton of TVs at my house and like a living room and a family room and then all of our bedrooms and there's a TV in each one of them. But the satellite was only connected to my dad's TV in the living room, which we didn't really use. However, we all had cable. Like there was cable with all like five or six like movie channels. Yeah. Uh, you know, like HBO and HBO 2 and HBO 3 and whatever the fuck and like Showtime and Showtime 2 and cinema, you know, like all of them. We each had those in the rooms too. So... Basically, I was able to watch all that shit when people are awake or not. I would just go in my room. Just close the door. and Usually, yeah. Yeah. See, my door didn't lock, and, I just, and you never knew when somebody was going to come back there, so I, I waited till everybody else went to bed, or at least I thought they did. <laughs> my door did not lock either. It was hmm. shaped like a soccer ball, and the things I did in that room, I'm really lucky that nobody came in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Now, next episode, we got to get into some of these stories. This is where, this is shit I've never heard before. Okay. Nice. All right, let's continue on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one on the list, I believe it was on your list, MILFs. Mm-hmm. MILFs is the number two. And number two. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's pretty good. The moms. I think it's really good. The, the mom bods are getting some recognition. Mm-hmm. So MILFs number two. On Except the, that. Those people who do MILF porn don't have mom bods. I mean, it depends on if it's amateur MILF porn, mm. since that's number three. I mean, it could be amateur amateur MILF porn. That's yeah. always the best. Mm-hmm. You can just mix like all of these into one giant porno movie, and you could hit like every every topic. Like, you take MILFs, which they need to be amateur, so they hit that category. And then for the teen aspect, have them bang in like 19-year-old dudes. Hmm. And for the mature aspect, I don't know, maybe their mother watches. I, don't, I can't. That's creepy. Um, but the, make the 19-year-old dudes black or the MILFs black. So we cover the ebony. Um, they have to do anal to cover topic number seven. And um, the MILF has to has, have big boobs. The dudes have to have big junk. And then animate the whole thing. And you've got hmm. two through ten on the list. We yeah. may have just made the perfect porno. I did go through this phase where I was just really attracted to dudes who were younger than me. Yeah. I'm glad you got over it. (laughs) 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 Definitely not. Damn it. Um, (laughs) All right. So number one on the list, I can't believe you didn't guess this as the number one, but it is one that's on your list. Take one more stab at it. Lesbian porn. Yep. Exactly. So I had number one and number two on my list. You did. You had number one and number two. You just, you know. I'm like, actually a little surprised about the incest and step, like step-sibling porn not being on there. I'm a little bit too. I mean, more so the step-sibling than the incest one. I don't know. You see a lot of that though. Like when you go to. Yeah, I know. When you like. <laughs> you're like, oh, I know. I spent enough the, time. It's one of the few things I've looked at. <laughs> the step-sibling um, stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it is pretty common. You do see it all the time. But, uh, yeah, but the, les- the lesbian porn is. Like no big surprise. I'm a, I am actually surprised by it. I mean, maybe I guess it's not really that surprising, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, really. I know. You it's can't never, be more creative. It's never really been my thing. Like you know, there can be like an experimentation with two chicks going at it, and the guy there involved. Like I don't know. There's got to be. There's got to be more than that. Just like two chicks going at it, just isn't. Isn't yeah. what trips my trigger, you know? I like mean, to see some penetration. I get it. Exactly. You know, more than just a finger or a toy. I, I mean, get it. You can include fingers in toys. I, I you get can it. include two chicks. We could include two chicks. I, mean, I can't oh, I believe, mean, like. They could, sorry. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> um, I can't believe there wasn't more, like, threesome type stuff on there. Yeah, group, any kind of group stuff. Or gang really is, banging. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really surprised there wasn't any kind of group stuff on there. Um,. But interesting list, like most of it wasn't surprising. The the hentai, I think, was the, the biggest. I'm pretty surprised by the gilf stuff. Yeah, the, it, it being so high on the list. I mean, it being in the top 10 surprised me, but being number five, that was a shock. That above anal? I mean, really? Hmm. I don't know. 
don't know about this list. I think it was a Maxim magazine list, though. So mm. I don't know how scientific their mm-hmm. methods were, but you know, it would be pretty easy to make the ultimate porn, though. Just hit all the things on that list. You can make the ultimate. You know, have a lesbian milf, amateur teen, gilf, black anal, well endowed women with dudes with big dicks and animated. I watched, I used to have these two porns that was like, one was like called Grudge Fuck. And so it was just like these women that were just like grudge fucking dudes. That was pretty cool. Like the chick, I can't remember her name. The porn star who is in, um, porn star who was in, uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. That chick, she was in that. Hmm. She also used to have a show on Showtime, I think. And another one I had was called... So you want to fuck my daughter? Or you're gonna have to fuck me too. And it was mom and daughter porn. Wow. <laughs> was not expecting that one. So I can't figure out the fucking top ten porn <laughs> searches, but there's that. <laughs> so you don't have this this porno anymore. I'm no, I think I lost it in the move. I guess I'm not really sure. In which move? Here or the last one? <laughs> no, I haven't had it in a while. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because we moved here together, so if you had it before that move... I would have showed you. I was, I was going to be heartbroken that I missed out on this gym. I'm sure we can find, find another dark. another version of it. Yeah, I'm sure. You just go to Pornhub and you can find a hundred different versions of the same story. Yeah. So we'll bring the laptop into the bedroom later and mm. do some research for the podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we're going to start calling it, hey... Watch your little brother. We're going to go do podcast research. Sounds good to me. Sure. <laughs> so we got through our porn porn list. Interesting. I did like some of your options on there. Yeah. You, you had some good ones. Some, like you said, definitely surprised didn't make the list. I can, I, so I can only speak from, you know, personal experience too, because like, okay, so I've definitely watched some step sibling porn and some step parent porn and then, like, what kind of what I described already fits the MILF stuff. The, um, yeah, yeah, a little bit of cuckolding, although not like not like shameful. And I used to have a porn that I stole from my brother that was called "Between a Cock and a Hard Place." <laughs> that was two cocks and one badge. Grudge fuck I mentioned. Um, I've definitely looked at. I was on Adam and Eve once and they had some like Xena warrior princess <laughs> type <laughs> stuff on there. Like I, I'm not surprised you watched that. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody is. Okay. Anyway. So yeah. Well, I think that's a good wholesome family portion of the podcast out of the way now. So mm. let's get on to the nitty gritty here mm-hmm. of a debate that we have been having mm. <clears throat> over the use of a word. Now, neither of us are one to be offended by language. We're both... Foul-mouthed as hell most of the time. Um, the more we drink, I think the more foul-mouthed each of us mm-hmm. gets. Uh, this being the adulting under the influence pod, I'm sure there will be a healthy dose of foul language for as long as we yeah, do Yeah, I do want to say like, and this will come in. I guess this is. I guess this can be like a prelude to like the introduction to this conversation. Like, I'm not. Most language doesn't offend me. It's the intent behind the language that might offend me. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, And with this word, I think that, you know, it's a word that is used to be as insulting as possible most Mm. of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be where you have the issue in it here. Mm -hmm. Um, Which took me a long time to get to this because this has been a favorite word of mine for many, many years. It's a fabulous word. It It really is. is. So... Yeah, I even got us a song to set the mood. He's a fucking cunt. She's a fucking cunt. <laughs> Everybody in the world is a fucking cunt. That's true. They're all fucking cunts. They're all fucking cunts. They're all fucking cunts because they're all fucking cunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the song goes on. It's really long, so I think we've got the gist, though. Cunt. Mm-hmm. Cunt, cunt, cuntastic. Mm-hmm. Merry Cuntsmas, everybody. It is time for the debate here. The, not the debate, the discussion. Yeah, it's, it's not a debate. The, yeah. I think you do see where I'm coming from. I do. Um, I used the word to describe 
a woman who was being a bitch, basically, mm-hmm. and who was just a heinous bitch. Yes, and just which it, historically, I've said, I don't think that that woman is heinous enough for you to use that word. But I've, yeah. Okay. Regardless, like that is you know. Irregardless. Yes, irregardless. <laughs> um, that's the gist of the gist of the background here. We I used the word, and Gene was like, "You." Sh- I don't think you should use that word in that situation. And I don't know that that's the right way or time to use that word. And let you give your explanation of why. Well, so, but it's it's changed recently, honestly. So, like, I love the word cunt. I think it's a great word. It feels good. It sounds good. Defends people. And, like, when... Like, the, the word cunt has never offended me, but I felt like it should be reserved for a certain type of heinous bitch. Yeah. So that's kind of where I was coming from when, I, when you'd say something. I was like, really? Like, do you really think she's, like, that bad? Like, and I don't like a lot of people, like, you know? So, like, but most recently, in some of my more progressive studies as a woman, I'm just kind of like... Why is the most heinous thing that we can call the most heinous of women, specifically, Guy Ritchie aside, (laughs) a reference to the female genitalia? You know what I mean? It just seemed really disempowering. Like, women don't need a reason to be ashamed or. They're cunts. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yet we're using it in this manner. And that's the issue I've started to have with the word. Issue's a hard thing to, like, that's that's the thought process behind the use of this word. Yeah. And I think, you know, people in Europe use the word a lot more than we do here in the States. It's much more of a common thing. Much more from, like, a guy to another guy in, like, England and places like that in mm-hmm. Ireland, you know? Yeah. Oh, you fucking cunt. You know, like, it's more of a, like, mm-hmm. oh, you asshole or, you know. Yeah. More of a, a generic, even oftentimes playful term mm-hmm. for another guy, you know, a buddy of yours, a mate that you're giving shit to. But, like, here in the States, it's not like that. I mean. No. You call somebody a cunt here and they're going to be like, what? What the fuck did you just call me? And it, you know, could be some violence out of the, as a result of the word. So I did a little looking into like the history of it, of the word. And I'm going to read what dictionary.com says. Cunt is one of the most offensive and hateful words in the English language. The exact origins of the word cunt are unknown, but it's recorded in the early 1200s as the name of a street in Oxford, England called Grope cunt lane, apparently a reference to prostitution. Both Chaucer and Shakespeare made puns on cunt. But it's like, it was historically, there's actually a Hindu goddess named like Kunti. And it was historically. Kunti? Kunti, with a K. Oh, okay. And it was historically used as a term for like goddesses and priestesses and shit like that. Yeah. It's also been used as anatomically correct terms for you know the vulva which is all the female junk yeah i like the word cunty that's a good word that's fun yeah He's but again cunty. what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean it can mean a lot of things i'm you know shitty bitchy yeah but why whiny complainy but why rude no, I mean, why is somebody being called a dick mean they're being a complete asshole, you know? like. But, you know, and we've talked about this. Like, what's the difference between the word cunt and the word dick? Dick's a fun word. I mean, they're both fun words. Oh, yeah, but... But, like, I think it has to do with, like... I mean, I guess it's all about, like, the power with which we give words because words have meaning. And, like, there's so much power... That a man, like, I, I hate to be like, like, I really hate to be like this. I'm 38 years old, and, like, I've only really just started to recognize, you know, wow, all that shit they said was actually true. <laughs> like, there's so much power that a man has and that he puts upon his dick that a 
it's completely the opposite of that for a woman unless she reclaims it right like so I mean I guess that's what the, the difference is one of the differences the other thing too and and this you know I think some of the things that have been done to remove some of that power that men have and the dick has is you know it's like when you see a naked woman like it doesn't matter really like it doesn't really matter what the context is of that like there's some sensuality associated with it it really does like it really doesn't matter yeah when you see a naked dude most of the time it's a joke (laughs) yeah or you know just like like when you watch a porno and there's a dude there the dude is basically a prop you know the the woman is the star mm-hmm. for most part in porn like the woman is the unless it's gay porn but yeah well yeah but for the major vast majority of porn like you know the dude is just kind of window dressing he's just there to serve a purpose you know if dildos had personality and were more realistic then i think they could just replace all dudes in porn or robots you know they could have the the real doll robot dude yeah maybe do it if I they could know. Just, you know I mean, the guys just, you know, don't serve a lot of a lot of purpose other than, you know, putting on the tight brown shorts and delivering the package to the MILF's house and hitting on her daughter and then come to find out, oh, nope, you got to fuck mama first. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those types of things. That's, that's what guys do there. I mean, anybody could do that. Anything could do that. You could have just a robot roll up with a package of drone to deliver a package and the drone yeah. starts eyeballing the daughter and the mom's like, mm-mm. Got to come here first, and the little robo dick pops out. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we're back. Had to take a little break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> had to had to step away for a moment. Um, parenthood called, and the rain was falling. If you could hear that in the background of the podcast, I'm sure you could. That mm-hmm. uh, rain was getting pretty heavy. But back away, backing away from porn, <laughs> we just keep migrating towards that and back to the, <laughs> the topic at hand cunt 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 cuntity cunt cunt yeah so the the power of the word that's what we were, we were discussing you know and um not just the power to shock which great power but don't you have something you'd like to yeah to read so and it's, share? it's actually that was a very good choice of of words um because i know we didn't specifically talk about this but so this, in this book, Yoni Shakti, which is what actually made me start really contemplating the word kind. So there's a couple of things I wanted to read out of here. And this is the point. Language gives us power. To have no language to use about our bodies is to lose touch with ourselves. To be out of touch with ourselves is to be disempowered. For however passionately I may wish to convince you that the word cunt is a fine term with an illustrious history in fascinating etymology, the fact that you have probably only ever heard it used as the nastiest kind of insult does make it hard to be enthusiastically cunt positive. The fact that a term that so many people hold to be the most offensive word in the English language describes the most precious, beautiful, pleasure, and life-giving part of a woman's anatomy tells you a lot about the esteem in which women's bodies are held. It's a good point. Very good point. Um... I can't think of a straight guy out there who thinks a cunt is a bad thing when used in the actual, you know. No, we've had the term. same. We've had the same discussion about cocksucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when when you call a, a, a woman at least a cocksucker, you know, I'm, that's a derogatory term for a thing that you're hoping more women are. You know, I mean, you call a dude a cocksucker, it you know has a little bit different connotation. But uh, I think I think the word cunt, though, I mean. I love cunts. <laughs> Just, we're going to be honest here. I like the word. I like the the thing. I like everything <laughs> about thing. it. Yeah. Like you're talking about using cunt in a more positive way mm-hmm. rather than as a derogatory term. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I could get behind this, you know, mm-hmm. and like the word cunty. Eating a really good piece of pie. And you're like, man, this pie is fucking <laughs> cunty as shit, man. This is the cuntiest fucking pie I've ever tasted. Just swap out delicious for cunty, and I think it works. Okay. So there's one, I guess just one other thing I I wanted to read, and this this was written by, this was from a woman uh, named Caitlin Moran, who has a lot of interesting, memoirish, comedic type books out there, but... But she writes, 
I personally have a cunt. Cunt is a proper old historic strong word. I like that my fire escape also doubles up as the most potent swear word in the English language. Yeah, that's how powerful it is, guys. If I tell you what I've got down there, old ladies and clerics might faint. I like how shocked people are when you say cunt. It's like I have a nuclear bomb in my pants or a mad tiger or a gun. <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> that to me a while back. And yeah. Kind of so, like the mad tiger visual. <laughs> so it's, I haven't quite figured out how I feel in terms of what I want to get behind with the use of the word. Like on the one hand, it's like, you know, she's like, I think it's great. I've got the most offensive thing in the world in my pants and you guys can just, you know. Suck my cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, ultimately, I think we can do better. It is funny the reaction that that word gets. I remember um, when I worked in radio years ago, we were covering local elections and uh, our news guy was going on about the neighboring counties and their election results coming in well the county just to the southwest of us was hunt county and mm. the uh, i believe the news guy had been doing a little drinking that night which he would tend to do from time to time and he uh been a little slip up and he said and the results coming in from cunt county right now are <laughs> oh my boss and i just died laughing and then his my boss's boss came in what the fuck did he just say mm-hmm. well, the problem is he came in and said that when we were actually on the air in the studio <laughs> so yeah, like oh hey bob see the big flashing on air light <laughs> his eyes got all flustered and he has these huge eyebrows that look like goddamn furry creatures sitting above his face and they like flew up like shot straight up you know when an animal jumps that's what his eyebrows look like mm-hmm. when he realized we were on the air <laughs> fucking great like a deer you startled and it jumped <laughs> two of those over his fucking eyeballs. Um, yeah, the word cunt, though, just like generates this immediate response from most people, especially when it's unexpected. Mm-hmm. In a situation like that, uh, we had many phone calls afterwards that, you know, did you hear what your newsman said? Yeah, we fucking heard it. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it's not the end of the world. He said cunt. He didn't kick your dog. Fuck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was... That's funny. the The news guy that was always drinking, my boss and I used to joke that because he would, you'd see the the station van when he after he had been somewhere at like the local VFW or something where he would stop <laughs> for a drink on his way back to the station. And my boss used to always be like, "Man, I'm just waiting for the day he like hits a fucking school bus full of kids after being out somewhere in the station van. It's going to be all over every local news. You know, a picture of our van smashed into the side of a school bus and drunk." Local news anchor for the radio station wipes out busload of kitties. Hmm. Yeah, the dude had been around so long, and the the owner of the stations wouldn't let him fire him. He's like, "Oh, you you, you got to cut old Dave some slack, you know. He's <laughs> he's he's a good guy. He he's careful. He didn't drive over like twenty ever. So, but mm. yeah, he was gonna kill somebody. Hmm. <laughs> and he he was one of those guys who would like." When he told the news, he would include the most gruesome details, like most horrific shit, like the driver was ejected from the van <laughs> and impaled on a metal fence post. Like that was an actual quote from a news story he he told on the morning one night in the morning show that I was doing at the time at the on a classic rock station. That was our bright and cheery news break on the morning show. Mm. <laughs> on lighter news today. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was good times. Good times. Um Cunt's a fun word, though. I don't care how we decide to use it. No, I agree. I, great I, fucking I've, word. I've enjoyed the word cunt for a very, very, very long time. So, yeah. I just, yeah, you know, I think getting away from using it, like, you know, calling somebody who's a heinous bitch a cunt because it's the worst thing that you can think of. Mm, maybe she doesn't deserve that. As in... The word cunt doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I like heinous bitch. That's a good one. Mm. Just this heinous bitch. You can start using more gen- uh, gender neutral terms like asshole. This heinous taint. Fuck face. It's <laughs> a good one. Heinous taint. Mm. It's got a nice ring to it. Okay. Everybody's got a taint. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah. What other words are there? Like, I'm trying to think of like the best words for genitalia, and there's so many good ones for both male and female mm-hmm. genitalia. But like, you don't use all of them as derogatory terms for a person. It's only like you know, for guys, it's dick, prick, cocksucker, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, for well, cocksucker is different though, right? Yeah, cocksucker is different. I guess it would just be a cock, but. Still, like you use these as derogatory terms, just like you call somebody a pussy or a cunt mm-hmm. or a twat, you know. But the ones I the ones I could come up with off the top of my head were Wang, Dong, Peter, Dingus, Pud, Pecker, Prick, Cock, Wiener, Peen, Schlong, Woody, and Mr. Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's my list of male genitalia slang words. Of course, cock and dick. I don't, didn't write those down because they're the obvious. But yeah, I like Wiener. It makes me giggle. Wiener's a fun one. I think it. I think it also goes back to the, though the the naked man is just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's a wiener. Oh, it's like a penis, only smaller. I um, had I had one for for a penis. It's uh, kind of adjacent. Chode. Chode, yeah, yeah, chode, and chode would be a short, fat penis, mm-hmm. right? Just like a something that's as wide around as long. Yeah. Dick so big around it wouldn't fit in a tuna can, but if it would, it wouldn't hit the bottom. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Stump. Um, did you have any good ones for the female? Yeah, but anatomy? I want you to read I want you to read your list first. Okay. Vag, poon, puss, twat, vajay, cooter, slit, gash, cunt, snatch, front butt, and bearded clam. <laughs> hoo-ha's a good one. Oh, hoo-ha's another nice one. Yeah, I haven't thought of that. And then okay. I have an eloquent one. An eloquent one. Mm-hmm. Punani. Oh, Punani is a damn good Puntang. Oh, yeah. The, the, you know, slightly more Asian cousin of Punani. Um, <laughs> both wonderful. I can't believe I missed out on Punani and Puntang. Damn. I love me some good Punani and Puntang. <laughs> Bearded Clam, too. It's always been one of my favorites. Yeah. It, gives, it just gives you such a visual when you hear bearded clam. Yeah, but I think of a clam with a beard. I don't think of, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of a pussy. <laughs> turn, turn that clam up. No, I get it. You know? I, I, mean, I get it. <laughs> but JJ is just one of those like silly, goofy, mm-hmm. funny ones. I know mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who have you know daughters, young daughters, that they refer to it as their JJ. Yeah. What are we teaching those kids? <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, my parents called my dick a tallywhacker. That's what it was. That's what we referred to it as, my tallywhacker. The <laughs> <No. laughs> look on your face. I wish this was a video podcast. Right <laughs> it's just it's like, oh, that's poor exact, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, you know how when you're like on a roller coaster type ride and it drops and you kind of get that feeling down, mm-hmm. not really in your stomach, but just below your stomach. Yeah, I guess like so. As a dude, you actually feel that in your dick. So I remember the first time I was ever on a ride like that. It was like the runaway mine train at uh, Six Flags. And it dropped real fast. I was like, oh, that tickled in my tallywhacker. <laughs> I was like really little. My dad was like, you're enjoying this ride a hell of a lot more than I am. <laughs> tallywhacker. Yeah. That's bad. That's, and I always thought it was just normal. Like, I don't know. I was like, it's, everybody calls it that. That's the problem. That's the problem with, with saying things like that to your kids. Then they think everybody calls it that. I have heard other people use that. I have never heard that before. I have. I've actually heard other people that, a Texas that called it. It may be, it may be a Texas thing. Um, maybe a New Mexico thing. That's where my dad was from. I don't know. But yeah, it's definitely a, a an unusual and unique name for the male's genitalia. Mm. But like, I don't know, like dick and cock. Those two are, you know, they mean the same thing, but I just... There's, they have such different tones about them. Like, mm-hmm. if we're having sex, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, grab my dick. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, dick is like <laughs> a... Dick's for jokes, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. tell dick jokes. You don't tell <laughs> cock jokes, though. <laughs> cock is like, take my cock, suck my cock. You like that cock, baby? You know, that's <laughs> like... Those are words for... That's, that's, that's the... The proper word to use in those type of situations. I don't know. Cock has just more of a like aggressive sexual feel, whereas dick just makes me want to giggle every time I hear mm-hmm. it. I just think of dick jokes, and mm. you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, pussy is just a great word across the board. You know, mm-hmm. you can make jokes, or you can be sexual with it, or you can call somebody a pussy. I mean, there's so many options there. Pussy is just like a wonderful thing and word. Just like cunt. 
Yep. <laughs> words. Words have meaning. They do. These words have a lot of meanings. <laughs> they do. All boils down to our junk, though. Yep, I wrote that down, too. Junk. junk. Oh, junk's mm-hmm. a good one. Junk works for either one, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't hear women's stuff called junk as often, unless you're talking like their butt. You know, junk in the trunk. I say junk for women's stuff. You do? Okay. Yeah. I've heard you use it some. I just, not as often you don't hear it, you know. Yeah. No, you don't hear it very often, but yeah, I use it. Kicker in the trunk. Kicker in the junk. You know, you don't really hear that. Well, no, but you don't You don't hear kicker in that area. Kicker in the pussy. Yeah. Kicker rat in the pussy. Don't you remember that? No. It's the Dave Chappelle joke where he told the punchline of the game, kicker rat in the pussy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. Or there's the, who was the guy? It, it was like all over the internet. Uh, fucker rat in the pussy. That guy. It was one of the tasteless things yeah. of the internet. <laughs> or there's kick her in the front butt and squeeze and twist her dirty pillows. That's how you stop an aggressive female attacker. Kick her in the front butt, grab and twist her dirty pillows. Did your parents tell you that when they were telling you your dick is a tallywhacker? Yes, and they got me a rape whistle and <laughs> told me that women are evil and I would be trying to just you know be a good Christian boy and women will try to violate you because that's what they do. And then you grew up and realized that wasn't the case and you're real sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> it's never been that way. <laughs> Actually, it's a stupid meme I have saved on my phone somewhere about, you know, how to stop an aggressive female attacker. <laughs> Keep from getting raped. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, find one first before you can defend yourself. If you find one... Let a motherfucker know, because I know there's a lot of dudes out there been waiting for that to happen their whole life. Yeah. You know, my, my son and I were talking about this recently. This takes me off on a little bit of a tangent here, but the whole, you know, teacher and student inappropriate mm-hmm. relationships and how it's so different and people will say, oh, it's a double standard. It's bullshit. But there's, I think there's reasons for the double mm-hmm. standard. But like if, if you have a 16 year old girl that's in school and a 25 year old teacher seduces her more than likely there was some type of manipulation some type of something held over her head or just un you know untruthful things said you know there was some manipulation he had to work to get her into that situation but if it's a 25 year old teacher and a 16 year old boy (laughs) all she had to do was let him know it was an option i mean that's Mm -hmm. no 15 16 year old boy is ever going to turn that down and be like I, I I can't believe you would, would <laughs> do this to me. You just got to let them know it's an option. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little different. There's not, there doesn't have to be that manipulation there. Yeah. For a teenage boy. Yeah. Like it there's is different. A, and there doesn't always have to be with the, with the girl too. Like sometimes the girls do the manipulating of the, the men, but the men are old enough and they should still know better. Right, but they're dumb because they're men. I know. So they're just inherently at a disadvantage because they're horny guys. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, should be smart enough to know better. Be like, oh, this is a bad idea. This is going to send me to jail, and guys are going to treat my back butt like a front butt. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, it's been fun. It is good to be back. Yeah. We need to do this more often. We always say that. I know. Well, we always say that this is only the second episode, but we've yeah. said that on the previ- on the other podcast. We, we do. We said it in between recording, too. We yeah. need to do this more often. Yeah. But we will now. Things are, are starting to settle down. We're past the holidays. Mm-hmm. Got the kid, the older kid going to school. We've got the, the baby. You know, we have the babysitter that will be back from her trip tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be... Making time for this and try to make this a weekly thing. Yeah. We've already got great ideas for our next episode, too. So mm-hmm. it should be fun. Yeah, I think so. Thanks for joining us. Um, by the way, our drinks have shifted now from mimosas and beer to vodka and whiskey. So yeah. <laughs> it's a, if this just kept going, this would probably get to be a real fun episode. But <laughs> save that for next time. <laughs> Till next time, I'm Jason. I'm Jean. Thanks for joining us here on the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody.